0: oh what's going on everybody welcome to episode 584 of flow wrestling radio live i'm your host christian piles joined as always by the duo ben funky Askren, steve kyle Bracky. what's up boys how we doing this fine wednesday morning
1: well most days were dynamic and today we're just the duo (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we'll see how dynamic you are. Consider it a challenge, Ben. Yeah, yesterday, we, we were pretty dynamic. I so felt I like we were. it was a dynamic uh, show. I, I would agree with that. But you know what? you got to follow it up. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, so a couple of things. One, we didn't get to this yesterday, which is sort of surprising because um, it's big news. But 2024 Olympic weights um, and, and all that stuff was released basically no changes to that, where it's kind of speculated. Well, one, kind of the under-radar discussion thing for the last, like, year or two, maybe, is, like, Greco might be out. Uh, That's been, like, kind of theorized. Like, with the emergence of beach wrestling, it's like, is Greco in for the long haul within the Olympic program? And um, so it lives to see another quad, right? But it was, it was thought and discussed, kind of, like, maybe they're going to put in beach wrestling where which would maybe have the like the kind of gender equity thing um a lot of spitballing and theorizing but that was discussed
1: i had heard 2028 20, on that one christian oh really that was the rumor that, yeah that was the rumor i heard so paris would be the last last go around and okay and um by the time we got to oh wait la is 2028 yes they should probably move that watch no not. one wants to
0: live in la but
1: no one wants to live in la by 2028 are you paying attention everyone's moving out
0: well i don't think um not a nice I, place to be i'm not exactly a, a an olympics uh i was never in the olympics but you don't live there you just compete there you see like you don't live in singapore but you fought people there are you are you sure i am i'm 80 percent sure that you don't have to live in the place where the olympics are
1: we should move the Olympics in twenty twenty eight to Austin. Yeah, because you know te- Texas is one of the greatest states in Union. I think of you know it'd be a good fit. Yeah,
0: think? I. Th- well, I don't know. I'll be honest. Obviously, it'd be great. I don't think that it has the infrastructure for the Olympic Games. I don't think it- we have the facilities. Yeah. And basically, the go to move for a lot of. Uh, these cities is to like basically bankrupt the city build a bunch of stuff that they only use for mm. like look at greece yeah. they have all these amazing things that are just completely empty now so yeah, that's um that's why sad, that, that that sad know, that sad Olympics
2: thing. needs to be in the united states every single year it
0: should be in the united states on and honestly ben you may not like Whoa. it but but california and the los angeles it has the infrastructure in the facilities that you don't have to it should be in places where you don't have to build everything, where you have the
2: stuff. We already have sure. the stuff here. We don't yep. need to build anything. I think
0: I think Dallas would be a good option. Probably maybe Houston, although no one's going to get too excited about Houston. But Dallas is. Nobody. Has the space and the sprawl. I mean, you look at, I mean, the Olympics. It's all over. It's like you you say it's in Tokyo, but it's like you know. Yeah. Um. It's in a lot of different places. So I I uh it would be great. It should be in America a lot of the time, in my opinion as well. But. So no added weights, no, which is disappointing. There was, um, I think, maybe some hope that there was potential for that that they would add weights, but that didn't happen. They did add breakdancing, which I know a lot of wrestling fans are gonna be pretty, pretty pumped about. Got that going for us. Uh, so, we got, need- so we got that going. I don't even get me started on IOC rants. Maybe. Well, that's why I'm doing it. I'm sure, trying to, sure. I'm trying to get you started, dude. <laughs>
1: You think they really care about sports? The, the, the very little, only thing that the IOC cares about, and this has been going on a long time, is, is the money that goes in their pockets. That that that's it. I mean, the IOC. I, there's not many organizations on planet Earth that I dislike more than them.
0: Yeah, not um, good. No, not good. And you know, I it's kind of a drum I've been beating, and we've been kind of beating. It's like, what do we need the Olympics for? What do they really help us? How do they help our sport? Thank you. Every every four years because every four years there's an outside shot that they'll show 30 seconds of our sport on prime time and even when helen beats the goat they go with ryan lochte over so for for what reason i say i mean what where what do we get totally well
1: i would say i mean that i would say the thing is that and i'm on your side i'm just playing i'm playing the other side right now right is that many years ago there was nothing like the internet where we could find our own information about our own sports that we really enjoy. You know, someone was asking if I was a Packer fan the other day. It's like, no, not really, because Are I only watch you? wrestling and MMA right now. Well, no, <laughs> they threatened to <laughs> sue me, threatened, okay? Uh, but I only watch I only watch MMA and wrestling now because I have the capability to. Listen, 10 years ago, I could not do that. I couldn't do it. And now mm-hmm. I can, and so i don't I don't need to go watch regular uh football or something I don't really like all that much on t v whereas maybe ten years ago or fifteen years ago that would have been something I did right, right
0: so unfortunate, no added weights um, but you know our our sport is preserved through twenty four and we're feeling good about that so um that was pretty much it. They added some other really random sports like skateboarding yes yes i thought skateboarding was already in the Olympics. i kind of did too i mean snowboarding Uh, is so why not uh there's a lot Mm -hmm. of random olympic sports any of the ones that involve horses i'm out
1: (laughs) well but if you you think back like to the original times the original times like those were important events because they had like Riding horses and stab
0: people and whatnot. Listen, you know, you, ancient Olympics. just watch some dressage videos, Ben, and then you'll you'll get what I'm saying. Do you know I what that is? Never watched one. No, I don't know. It's horse dancing. The horses dance. They like yeah. Prop around. It's, <laughs> it has no. Uh, it's not rooted in anything in battle or uh, anything militaristic. It's very lame. Um, okay. Okay. So that's dressage. Next up. Um, do you well? Do you want to discuss before we get into more RTC stuff? The, the UFC—they cut a bunch of fighters. Ben, what, what were your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, well, that—that'd be just this morning. They cut Anthony Rumble Johnson, who actually hasn't been active for a while. But yeah, obviously, Cuba's own Yoel Romero. Yeah, Cuba Yoel Romero got cut, and he's been I fought for title maybe three times. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like they're probably feeling the pinch of uh can you guys see me
0: yeah I see you
1: okay I don't know something weird happened on my VMix. uh yeah I mean I, I feel like maybe they're feeling the pinch although they've probably had a better 2020 than than most sports uh because they've actually been active since May 9th which they got started earlier they won um they're they are feeling a pinch here and they're uh sounds like they didn't get rid of a lot of people so hope hopefully
0: it's not too many of uh uh wrestling zone yeah Yoel all- I saw Dana's comments about it. he's like he's 44 he's lost four of his last five I think he said um something like that but they're all like title fights they're all like really good people so it's
1: I mean I guess w- when you get into that you know where you're only fighting like champion number one number two
0: it's hard to win a whole bunch of fights in a row yeah and he sounds like he was expensive he uh, well I don't know I don't know how the rates go or whatever but he had three more fights left on his contract how does that how does that work if you get cut with fights on your contract
1: well, unfortunately the contracts are completely skewed towards the promotions and not the athletes. So they have the ability to pretty much cut you at any time. I mean, there's, there's a list of why they can cut you, but essentially it's like whenever they want, you yeah. know, it's if you ever miss weight, if you ever lose all, all these reasons, <laughs> if you ever lose <laughs> for, I mean, they can cut you off a loss for sure. They're there. That is absolutely in there a hundred percent. Yeah. So if any, if any loss, they can cut you, they want, um, yeah so so the you know they're skewed right you can't just say you as an athlete you can't say well i just won <laughs> i want to pay bump uh i went out of my contract so i can go renegotiate somewhere from somewhere else for more money does it happen right it's really skewed towards the athletes
0: are you still on the roster sorry, towards- or anything like that
1: well actually i was wondering if i was gonna get cut and i think the answer is i will not get cut because they probably don't anticipate me ever you know i've told them i'm done yeah. uh they don't anticipate me coming back and so they they probably don't anticipate ever having to pay me again so they might as well just keep it right what's the harm if i'm never gonna cash in um that's probably what they think i'm guessing and if you
0: decided you come back they probably they probably think that was an interesting proposition right
1: yeah i mean obviously i made the money in my first three fights in the ufc so they were very happy with me uh they want me they want me to fight again i don't think that's going to happen um but yeah so i think i, I think i'll probably, probably won't get cut i'll probably maintain my contract which i don't even know if that's
0: good or bad yeah it's fine it's probably fine you can say i don't know i think it's kind of cool we can all <laughs> we can always speculate about the if the ufc is going to call you or something it can be a fun little yeah backdrop so every six months yeah every six months yeah anytime uh there's like a welterweight that drops out you know of a fight or something and they're looking for a quick replacement we can just get your name out there <laughs> like wow i
1: don't i don't want to i don't want to crap on your parade here but i'm not in a testing pool right now oh so you're just, yeah so you gotta, be, you gotta be in the
0: testing pool
1: i don't know for for three months or something maybe in order to fight again so something that, something on that number so you know i they are probably where i'm doing all kinds of steroids and
0: whatnot in my retirement yes it, it seems like it, it could be happening <laughs> yeah all right, next up. Hey, I wanted to talk about these uh, these Kozak tweets um, because he was. Oh, we were I asking about like tweet. the frequency of texts and the frequency of pins. And oh, yeah, we read that yeah. The frequency of texts at the U.S. Open, World uh, Russian Nationals, and World Championships. So, like around fifty-five percent in the U.S. Open are of matches end in texts. So more than half of all U.S. Open matches end in technical. Periodity. well it's not hard to get there anymore Christian I mean that's
1: the thing is you know I, I know you said like most matches shouldn't end that way or I can't remember how you how exactly you phrased it yesterday but it's just like it's so easy to get there because you know especially if I'm down say 6-0 at the end of a match or, or something in like effect, it's like I'm gonna go for it but he only yeah. has four more points for the technical fall right Right? at the same time i could get a four points and then i only need two more points to win it's just like you're playing in this really really narrow boundary of points i mean it's very easy to go one way or the other
0: yeah well notice we have uh if you look at the tech fall data we have uh like twice as much twice as many texas like russian nationals uh has which to me oh dang it's the roofers Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's the roofer effect that's why we have so many techs. Ben, Ben, your so, We get the roofers out. Maybe we look a little more like that's Russia. That's I thought
2: you were going when you said it's so easy to get there because you literally anybody can enter the U.S. Open. I could enter the U.S. Open. Bracky's entering this year. Yeah. Bracky, there's no guarantee you get teched.
1: Uh Hold, oh, put that <laughs> step. Uh, put that step back up there real fast, Tyler. Okay, so what is this? Is this if you that's take quarters? Okay, quarters. Here's the frequency of texts. Uh, Okay. I mean, but look at that. So if we look at Russian Nationals, um, even if you go to our semis and finals uh, or our quarters, they're way above the Russian Nationals. So there's no roof. There's no roofers in the quarters or the semis or the finals. I can't anticipate. I don't ever remember um, any
0: one of the trades making that far. (laughs) There was a blacksmith in the in the 2013 u.S Open semis, but
1: I mean, I think it probably just speaks a lot to the the mentality I mean, and there's a lot of people talk about the the Russian mentality of like, well I'm up four points, why do I need any more points? yeah, I mean that's been a thing forever, like, oh why, why you why you need 10 points you are four points, you're winning you know, no 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 score, just uh, wrestle, relax, relax, wrestle, you know yeah. that kind of
0: thing. Yeah, relax. A very relaxed culture in Russia. No one more relaxed than the Russians. <laughs> I mean, it's so, got to be. That's got to be some part of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Why else would it be so low? Um. Well, you could say that they're harder to score on. More defensively minded, or what? Yeah. It's just like every points. Uh. I wouldn't say that they're more contested. Maybe they're, or it could be they have better. Partier defense right you could theorize yeah. that that's probably true well,
1: so deeper. if we have
0: the data on uh
1: russia yeah. sorry i missed the the, um, the first tweet you guys put up with the world there can we put that one back up with the worlds so yeah. the worlds is uh, the worlds is always slightly above russian nationals so i think i think that would then play a little bit christian because obviously besides america most other countries will wrestle freestyle um Right the entire time, so their part-tier defense would be significantly better. Because um, yeah, that I mean that could obviously be a big part of it when you're getting taken down and turned a whole bunch. You're relatively likely to get tacked.
0: Yeah, and Bracky's right; they're deeper. Right, we're really our ones are really competitive with their ones, but our four, five, and six compared to their four, five, and six, it's it's probably going to be uh some some disparity there. Yeah. So. Interesting data from John Kozak in his 20,000 matches, which Ben said there hadn't been 20,000 matches in the history of wrestling. Oh, my goodness. That was no, insane. I said freestyle wrestling. And freestyle wrestling. Got it. Okay. Uh-oh. What other RTC uh, thoughts did you have, Ben? I had some, but… Oh, um shoot. So
1: you go first. I'm, I'm going to pull my RTC uh, full arena up and just have so I have it to look at.
0: Okay, so I had a lot of NCAA wrestling thoughts uh, from the RTC Cup one of them is is not rooted in a ton of data or whatever. Just he's someone I've I've kind of liked for a while. But I think Camacho is a has a great shot. He's I think he's my pick to make the finals opposite Spencer right now at one twenty five. What? Um, Over Soriano? That's not mm, okay. Well, let's see if okay, okay, okay. Let's see. <laughs> let's let's. Well, see. You're the one who told me. You're the one that told me this leaked data about Soriano Wrestling 125. Well it's theorized. Let's see if he does it. Um let's okay. let's get him back in Jersey first and then we'll uh we can see what happens after that. Um Right now I'm pretty sure he's training at Arizona State. So um we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh if he goes twenty five. If he goes twenty five, yeah, it's Spencer and um and Soriano for sure. Next topic. But if no if no Soriano, then Camacho. I say I really like him. I like how he wrestled against Sean Russell. I think I know it was it was freestyle, but he's he's a he's more of a folk styler learning freestyle. Um yes. he's hitting some really I you could tell it's just really important to him. Um I think he's I've always liked him a lot because he's was always super proficient at getting to legs and generating offense and he's only gotten better at NC state and he was really coming on. He was, he was one of the kind of what ifs, like what was going to happen with him this, this year at NCAAs. And we didn't get to find out he beat Mueller. So that, which is obviously very telling of, of where he's at. So that was one of my, uh, my takeaways from, from RTC cup.
1: Yeah. I, I would say I was impressed, you know, even obviously this is where, you know, freestyle scoring, he got teched by, Seth Gross, but it it was largely off that one. Uh, he had, Seth Rollins like that two on one gut wrench type hold. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to call it two on tilt. It, it's weird.
0: Yeah, it's like he just has like the two on one tilt works. And, and just rolls. Yeah, it works. Yeah, and like he doesn't. So, he keeps the wrist like really high. Like you know when a tilt you would yeah. want it like kind of right here, almost a little above the belt line. But he keeps it really high. It's it's sort of a strange thing that he has the. I don't know if you've ever rolled around with Seth Ben or felt any of his stuff. A
1: times, yeah, yeah. My guy Josh Wagner used to do that that one way back in the day. He actually, he actually, uh, we always would bring it up because he tech faulted my other college teammate Tyler McCormick at the Western Regional in Vegas one time uh, w- with that exact move. So sorry, Tyler, that I had to bring that up and embarrass you on flow here. Um,
0: <laughs> Dang. It.
1: But um, so obviously, folk style, you want to control the hips because you do have to you have to hold them on their back for you know for the near fall. Um, yeah, and, you know freestyle. Here. You're just you're just trying to turn them over. You essentially want you know, want to block off their shoulder, and then you see he gets his body out to the side, which then blocks off the leg, and he rolls them through here. Um, yeah, he's really good. But so, but my, I guess my point in that was that. You know, if you take the freestyle aspect out of it, Camacho was very much in that match. I think he got a couple takedowns. He was on the legs a lot. And, yes. You know, Seth really had a great weekend. Besides the not in the shot match, Seth had a really great weekend. So I, I would say I, I'm also impressed with Camacho. I think he just keeps getting better, which obviously that's kind of a consistent theme out of Raleigh, North Carolina. That's something we say about a lot of their guys is, wow, yeah. he just keeps getting better. Mike Machiavelli keeps getting better. Tommy Gant kept getting better. I mean, that's just like – you know, Pat Pop obviously has figured something out where he has his guys highly motivated, where they want to work hard and where there is a lot of progress being shown by his athletes. So yeah, I agree with that one big time.
0: Yeah, I I think it's clear and you're right, they, they always seem fired up and motivated too. And, mm-hmm. Um they, they put in the work. So really impressed with that. And and that Camacho gross match, that's a primary example. I'm surprised we didn't reference it yesterday, of of a tight tech, right? It's it happens Mm -hmm. okay
1: it was you know it was mostly competitive um yeah i thought uh i thought 96 was just kind of like there's a lot of guys who are really close because obviously uh colin moore just looked outstanding day one but then he took a loss to mike mock on day two well we have that match
0: i mean that he 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 had that match one uh colin moore and just at the end
1: yeah but when you think of what he did to those other guys, you know, and, and what do you think he did to um, Kyvan Gadsden, where, you know, where he was just scoring a ton of points, the fact that it was even competitive was kind of, uh, I think you didn't expect it because Mike Mock lost to Zilmer on day one. I think he lost another match on day one. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I don't think he lost day another one? match on day one. Um, okay. All
1: yeah. right. Anyway, we can bring in a match up.
0: Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, the end of it's what's uh, the last, I don't know, 20 seconds of the match. Um, I mean, it it seemed like Moore had it in the bag. Yeah, you can just play it out from here. Um, No, Mach Mach and Zilmer had a—it was a pretty close match, too. And then Zilmer hit a big double for four, which kind of put it out. And here's just a throw-by. And I was just so surprised um, he was able to get this lace. Right, because it's not like he—it wasn't like he transitioned from the takedown to the lace. He started on a gut and then worked his way down, and literally with with two seconds, he got the turn. The bench
1: going crazy.
0: Oh yeah, they were—they were going insane, and then he went six six.
1: Yeah, so that I mean that one definitely surprised me. What whether he scored at the end or scored at the beginning, um, you know, Mike is he's competitive, but Colin Moore and we would say he's kind of. I mean, honestly, behind Jaden and Kyle, I think you guys would probably say that you know Colin Moore's kind of like the next guy in line, and he's really been establishing himself there. For so for him to lose, uh, I thought that was kind of surprising.
0: I was surprised, and you know, the end was surprising. He was up six two with what. 15 seconds left normally yeah. you, you can just evade there and really it, it's a lesson because Colin the the uh, the score was off of Colin's shot right he shot pretty re yeah, for two uh on off the throw by right so I mean the lesson there is I mean it's it's into match tactics is something that I think American wrestlers sometimes can struggle with in freestyle right yeah. Do you, how do you shut it down? How do you, how do you finish the match? And too aggressive, yeah, too aggressive. And that was that was an example of, of aggression that that wasn't helpful for him. But I, I, I still think Colin is the number three g- guy in America at ninety seven, despite that loss to Mock. I do think the group of, the group of Gadsden, Zilmer, Moore, and Mock, I think are pretty close and somewhat interchangeable. Yeah. And we we saw they were interchangeable, right? zilmer beats Mock, mm-hmm. Mock beats Moore, Moore beats Zilmer, Moore beats Gadsen, but Gadsen probably beats those other guys. So they are somewhat interchangeable. But at the end of the day, it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be Jaden and Kyle. But one of those guys goes down to 92. And I'm curious, what do you have any indication of what Jaden might do in non-olympic years? You know, if he let's hypothesize he goes he wins the olympic makes the team wins the olympics is he really going to come back down to 92
1: i I mean I, I have not discussed this with him in any way shape or form but that no it, it doesn't feel like that's the thing to do right if you win you stay at that weight class that's your weight class and mm-hmm. you know then kyle would have to go down and i got to assume it, it could definitely be harder for kind of like going down i see well, It's gonna be harder for kyle to go down but you know, why wouldn't he because I mean beat beating who's ever versus, but beating who's ever 92 versus who's ever 97. I mean obviously for for America's sake someone who's ever on America's sake is going to be trying to talk right who's ever number two there into going down because that makes team USA much much better um right now there's not uh eh, oh let's see, I don't let's see I don't want to offend anyone <laughs> what uh, there's not another guy who's on Kyle or Jaden's level. If you have two guys that are at that level, you get them in two weight classes. You don't put them in one weight class, right? I mean, you spread man, them not, out. That's not
0: offensive. It's, it's, a, it's a total fact, right? Right, right? You, but you, I'm going to miss someone
1: else. I'm sure, so, I'm sure who's ever the damn other if, – if they were both at 97, who's ever number one at 92 is like, oh, I can medal. Well, now nah, you haven't shown that yet.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe we have other guys that can medal there, but certainly Kyle or Jaden would win the weight. Uh, if they went to yep. ninety two, I I don't see Kyle leaving ninety seven kilograms. Um, first of all, I think the cut to ninety seven it's not a thing thing, but but another five kilos I think would be. um Yeah, but he's a
1: guy where it's not like it's James Green where he's ultra lean. I mean Kyle Snyder is all he's hulked up, right? He, he literally makes getting big a thing if he wanted to get a little smaller and lose a little muscle he, he absolutely could without too much effort
0: yeah that's probably true he's not like super tall or anything yeah he, he yeah, could probably he, do it if he had to do it. I just but it's just sure. it's not even that it's not even the physical um, I understand I
1: understand, his, I understand it's not in his mentality that is yes. not again this is not something Kyle said hey let me run away from Jaden Cox Kyle Snyder doesn't think like that that's not right. what he wants to do but I'm saying cooler heads would need to prevail in 2022, someone is going to have to sit those MFers down and say, listen, guys, you're not going the same weight class. If, if Listen, if you guys need to sacrifice me and you guys need to send me to have a talk with these guys, uh, for America, I will have a talk with these guys. You two are not wrestling the same weight class. Got it? We'll have a wrestle-off right now. Whoever loses is going down. That That's what's happening. We are not... We are not having these two guys in the same weight class in non-Olympic years. That's just unacceptable. Here's why I don't think you can have that conversation.
0: Because Listen, listen we're having that conversation. You unacceptable. Can the, you can have the conversation, but here's why I don't think it will be impactful. Easy for you to say, Ben, because... Why? Because if I continue to... If I vacate the weight... All right, let's say hypothetically, Jane Cox is the Olympic champion. And I'm Kyle Snyder. And I'm going down. If I vacate the weight... I am guaranteeing Jaden Cox makes the team every single year. Jaden Cox is going to medal probably every single year, which means he's going to sit yeah. out every single year, which means when the Olympics come around, I have to run the gauntlet and then face him two out of three. Right. I don't want to do that, Ben.
1: Well, okay, but if I'm the guy having this conversation with them, I also am probably the guy that's able to make some type of rules. So <laughs> I could I could then therefore make a rule. Whether, right, whether the rule be uh, – that right the other medalist has a a larger advantage you know right now they go to the semis maybe maybe they're the finals who knows uh that could be a a potential rule you could make you could say that um you know maybe those two have a special wrestle off and the winner gets right you could do something there's some way that you could make it so that you're gonna have both those guys on the team if if the coach of that team or the manager or whatever you want to call it i know this is team usa right if the who's ever in charge, if they can't get both those guys on the team, they're not doing their job. You mm-hmm. need to have both. If you get two of those guys and you can get them on your team, you need to have them on your team. If you have one of those dudes sit on the bench for th- three or so, you know, it's right. Eternity is what you're saying. If you have one of those dudes sit on the bench for eternity, you're an idiot. Okay. You need so, to get the guys both on the team.
0: So here's, here's a simple solution. If, there needs to be some special carve out that allows, and I don't know if I like this, but here's here's a solution to the problem. Allow them to go the same weight for trials and potentially final X, and then yeah. allow a special challenge wrestle off down the weight. I don't know There's if I like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good solution. I don't know if it's fair. Well,
1: maybe make you have to be an, uh, a world medalist to get this special. You have to get you have to be a world medalist and make a final X to make this happen, right? To to make that cause happen
0: or something yeah. to that effect, right? Right. Uh, I'm down with that. Um, maybe, the, maybe the problem, not. I is, might if hate it, then. If
1: <laughs> No, you don't. If there's big enough problems and there's great enough benefits, there's
0: always solutions,
1: and that's where we're at right now.
0: Yeah, they, it's a solution. I don't know if it's. If, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if it's equitable. It's like Christian, Christian, think about it
1: this way. Okay, let's just imagine um, we and we don't know that Dake and Burrows are going to keep competing, and then uh, we know we know Kyle and Jaden are. What if we had two of those guys instead of four of those guys on Team USA? Like that's literally two less medals. I mean, if we look at uh, eighteen and nineteen, USA would have four less gold medals because of that philosophy that's freaking moronic yeah like you need to get all of your best guys on the team it's just really simple as that you you create you create a scenario where that's going to happen you 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 don't take no for an answer you figure it out you make it happen
0: yeah i mean i think part of it we've been there for a couple of years i mean 18 and 19 was great because we got those two two -hmm. champions but it's nothing we're unaccustomed to i mean we've had some legends off the team. I mean, Kyle Dake and David Taylor didn't make their first team until 2018 and they graduated in 2013, and 2014 respectively. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Part of it is just part of being a really good country in wrestling and it's, it's hard to get on the team, but the other part of it, maybe we can do a little something. I don't know. Um, yeah, could be, it'll be interesting after the Olympics to see what the, what the fallout is. I mean, trials will learn a lot and then, We'll see what yeah. what guys consider. You know, if if Snyder beats Jaden and you have to figure Jaden will come back down to 92.
1: Yes, that would be my guess.
0: Okay, sure. so we went from Camacho to Jaden um versus Kyle. Well, somehow. No, we,
1: we talked about no, we talked about Colin Moore and Mike Mock, remember? That's right.
0: Okay, that's how we got there. We
1: got like
0: 97. One, so my other uh one of my other takeaways from from RTC Cup from the NCA perspective was kind of further submitting that Carson Carson is going to be a real factor at 165. His win over Makai Lewis was was super impressive. I think I think he's he does a lot of things really, really well uh, from a neutral perspective. I think he's super tough to get to guys have a hard time getting to his legs. I mean, Tommy Gant Mm -hmm. beat Logan Massa Right, uh, this weekend, and it was he was unable to really generate a, a lot. Now, on the other fl- the flip side of that was Gant kind of scored the only actual offensive point in that match, but mm-hmm. Karchler really kind of kept him at bay, and I felt like Gant was sort of disengaged from Karchler. So that was sort of a weird match. But the, the bottom line is he beat him. But the yeah. Makai Lewis match is the one that's of most. Uh, interest to me, Ben. I'm I'm curious for your overall thoughts on it.
1: Uh well Tommy Gant had a good weekend too. He beat uh both Logan Massa and he beat um uh Evan Wick. Evan. So, so Tommy Gant had a good weekend. Uh but yeah Carson Kartsla he's the real deal Boba. You know something we uh we prognosticated. We had heard about that he was this good. We had seen uh the December What December 2019 he didn't do that well, but now I think think it's evident that he's going to be a force at this weight class. Um, right, the next now, the next five years because he's going to be a a wrestle, be able to wrestle for five years because of the rules.
0: Yeah, I I don't know enough about his top bottom folk style game. Uh, obviously, his gut is really good, we knew about it, but that you can't gut wrench people in, in folk style. So
1: That scramble is tremendous, P.S.
0: He's a really good scrambler, right? I mean, Makai, that's like one of his... Makai has a couple of things where he's just like super, super proficient at. One is reattacks, yeah. and two is scrambles. He's really tough. And I thought it was his uh, high crotch. He really likes his crackdown finish here. He's really proficient with it. I think it's a really good... He's really good at freestyle because he basically makes the guy, so he has to expose and sort of bail. And I'm, curi- I'm yeah. curious how this would have played out if well, it were he's here
1: in folk style also
0: yeah right now he's once for sure is when he has yeah. that
1: once you get that foot up on the hip it's it's not impossible to defend but it's close it really is
0: yeah it's tough and man that gut was like so smooth so he's got that i mean he, he's tough to get to right he's got yeah. really crisp clean leg attacks i think he's pretty athletic i mean his the duck that he hits in the in the second period yeah. is Filthy. So he can wrestle from control ties. So I think this Great is additionally, like, he doesn't get pushed around at all. No, no, not at all. And then for a freshman, you would think maybe that would happen somewhat, but physically he was kind of controlling center uh, against Gant, which you would not, you would not probably expect a freshman to do. I really would have liked to yeah. see him versus Hydeley. I wish somehow Ohio Ooh. had wrestled Wolfpack twice and then he could have seen him seen both guys that would have been an interesting yeah, match and, and Wolfpack's interesting at 74 because they have two really really good guys I don't know who who the number one on their depth chart is I guess you would probably say have to say uh, Gant is now but since he beat Massa who beat Hydeley but Hayden usually wrestles 70 not 74. well I nice mean 70. he didn't at uh there's that duck wow he didn't <laughs> uh at senior nationals he didn't have 70. they didn't have well, 70. I, I know but I I I don't know. Yeah, may, he probably would be in world years. He'll go. He'll go seventy. Yeah. So sure. yeah, but looking at Karchla, in the, here's the to me the big contenders at sixty five. Mackay, Alex Marinelli, Griffith, Evan Wick. I'm throwing Massa out because I'm.
2: I don't think
1: Wick's competing this year. That's crazy. I'm. I'm. I'm.
0: Why would he not I'm almost compete? That makes no I sense. I don't think he's competing. That's, that's um, ludicrous. Why? Who? Do an interview with
1: him?
0: Well, I should have, I mean, sure I not. have before. Yeah. I did. did you ask him about it this weekend? No, I didn't. I talked to him okay. very briefly.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he obviously didn't enroll cause he thought, you know, he thought he's gonna take an Olympic gear because of obviously everything that's going on. And,
0: uh, to my knowledge, he is not enrolling second semester, so I don't think he'd be competing. Well, that is preposterous. So now, all right, that changes the list. So I I don't put Logan Massa uh, in there because I think he's going up to 74. Uh, even though he looked pretty good at that weight. Wait, Logan Massa's going up to 174? That's what everyone had said for a while. Now I saw him this weekend, and I'm, I'm kind of second-guessing. But that was the, when really? Spay interviewed him at um, that camp they did in Oklahoma, and I'm pretty sure, pretty sure he insinuated he was going to go up. I would have to go back and re-listen, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Steve, help me. Yeah, I think help you're me. Right. Um, okay, so it's really so, Mackay. Who would
1: slide in? At- okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Mackay, Bull, Griffith, Whitlake, Karchla is kind of like the big, or throw out Wick. Mackay, Bull, Karchla, Whitlake is maybe the big four there. If Massa goes up and Wick's not wrestling, um, yeah. And wh- where do you see Karchla in amongst those those guys? I mean, clearly. He can I'm beat Makai. Yeah, for sure. I think Absolutely. I think the toughest matchup, and I think probably my pick to win this year is going to be Alex Marinelli, and I think Karcher is a particularly difficult matchup because anytime you have strength versus strength, the guy who has the stronger mm-hmm. strength is the favorite, right? It was kind of like stronger strength. Yeah, you like that? Um, I'm a wordsmith. I think so. I think I would favor Bull in that matchup. But as we saw, and really, if you go back and rewatch the Makai-Alex Marinelli match, there were a lot of opportunities for Alex to win that match. There were a couple of little tactical things I think could have swung it his way. So I think it's a very live uh, group at 165. You favor Alex Marinelli, I think, on paper. Well, I think all those guys are in the mix. I think Whitlake, Whitlake may be a wrong below. I'm not sure yet, but he was he was really, really good yeah, last year. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think a wrong below for like I would have to go back and look at his wrestle stat, but I feel like he's not, I, I don't feel like he's among that top group. Ooh, he well, only he chance. only
0: lost to yeah. Marinelli and Griffith, I think.
2: Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, I think Griffith is, Griffith maybe. 2
2: to Marinelli, 4-1 to Griffith. Griffith Carcio, I best... would really like to see. Will's best win. Hang on. Winslow Fogarty.
1: Team. He really didn't have any great wins.
0: He beat who? Did he beat from Ohio State or, or who are you looking at? Whitlake. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, Whitlake. Got it.
1: Yeah, he really didn't have any. I mean, so Winslow and Fogarty are 15 and 11. Those those are. His two best wins, so yeah, I'm not willing to throw Whitlake in that category yet. There's a possibility that's going to happen, but uh, until he starts beating some of those better guys, I'm not sold on it.
0: Copy. So yeah, man, Griffiths is a really interesting guy in that in that field as well. Um, That group of four, we'll say, Um, yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, yeah, I would go Mckay, Karchla, and uh, Marinelli at this point.
0: Makai karshla marinelli man but no griffith
1: oh shoot yeah griffith not but not Will. i'm sorry i've taken Whitlake out right um i think one of the interesting things with uh marinelli versus karchula will be you know marinelli is so good at controlling position and getting to his underhooks where he likes to be and i feel like karchula is really disciplined with his positioning and i would be curious to see if Marinelli can, can get there over and over again. And if he can't get there, you know, does he get frustrated with it or, you know, or what
0: happens? Yeah. I I think that there's like, I think 165 is interesting because I think the matchups will determine a lot of, like how the bracket looks could determine how it, how it goes. Right. If yeah. Karchla hits Makai before Marinelli, then that would be great if, uh, I th- I don't know how Griffith matches up with these guys. Honestly, I'm I'm not sure. I agree. I'm I'm just I he he could be. He he was so good last year, but I just don't know, right? Because we didn't. I don't think we saw him against the best of the best last year. Uh, His best win was maybe yeah. over Wh- Smith, Smith or Whitlake? No, Whitlake. Yeah, Whitlake. So I don't know. It, it's gonna be interesting. Now, then again, you know. Alex Marinelli was kind of a consensus one seed the the year previously and then mm-hmm. he won Big Tens, beat Vincenzo Joseph, so maybe he should just be an outright favorite. Um
1: Yeah. Um I'll cry hey, so actually Josh Shields is and he beat him twice. Josh Shields is probably uh Griffith's best win.
0: Yeah. So that's a that's a yeah. solid one there. Oh, mm-hmm. to your question about Michigan at sixty five, it would be Cam Amin. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and Willowan yeah. at, at fifty-seven oh, there,
1: Willowan. and then eighty-four is
0: who? Well, that's the question. Would they drop Jelani Embry down and bump Miles Amin up, or keep Miles at eight, or bump Miles only to eighty-four, and keep Jelani at ninety-seven? Or what's the football player? Gage Garcia. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. Apparently, he's really good. Is that good? I think he's a ninety-seven. Yeah, um, he'd be right. No, he'd be a ninety-seven.
1: Be but if where, where they want to put him in the starting lineup right away, well, he might beat Jelani Embry.
0: Wow. Okay. It a good win, right? Um, if he can do it, so I, he he'd be interesting. I I remember we spoke with Coach Bormet about it at Big Ten this year. He was pretty high on him and thought he was doing great. Yeah, and they nice. said they're going to rest
2: best team. Best team. Not worried about like. Obviously, this year, they don't have to worry about losing a year now. Yeah, That was year before. Year everyone,
1: everyone's wrestling the best team this year. That was yes. before that. Yeah,
0: except Wisconsin, apparently.
1: Well, if he's not on the roster, he's not on the team.
0: Well, okay.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Ah. I, I mean, I could check if something changed, but that, that was last I heard. All right, weird. So, I don't know about – do we? Do you still think that Miles Amin will go up to 97, Bracky? Because I don't know.
2: I have no idea.
0: I thought, I thought Miles would be a runaway NCAA champion at 197. I don't know if seeing him lose to highly should change anything in my mind. Why, uh, wait, why wouldn't that change anything? That's got to change something. It, it did. I mean, it did. Okay. Um, I say I don't know, but like, I don't want to rush to and be overreactive. But maybe, maybe we're just over. I don't know. Do we overreact to other things Miles had done? I don't know.
1: Well, My- Miles is good. I mean, I-, I was the one saying like, you know, Alex Jones could potentially be better than him, and and I was ridiculed for such thought. Um, no, no, but, no, no. You know, Hold I, on, I, I that's not what was I'm the ridicule.
0: Vindicated. We got to back that up because I think I'm vindicated now. You're, you're, well. All I our perspective was you're that not
2: vindicated.
0: You're not vindicated because <laughs> well, we. Oh crap!
2: Frankie, I'm vindicated. His ranking was justified. He was fifth in the freaking world. Yeah, it was about the ranking, and you thought it was yeah. Ridiculous. That's what th- it was about. No, so, here's what I said. I said. I said. Listen, I'm looking at
1: these ranks right now. I think Alex Dehner beats Miles Amin, and you guys said Ben, you are out of your mind. That's no, I don't think
2: Ben. You're you know, literally lying I don't th- right th- now. This is just like the <laughs>
0: JV match uh, lie. You two Wait, have been. It back. Up. You guys have it. You guys have it on radio somewhere. Yeah, we'll find it. You dork. <laughs> um, yeah, my. so I, I don't know. At 84, man, oh my gosh. I, I don't know who wins that weight class. Eight one 184 may be the weight to watch next year. Um, with Aaron Brooks coming in. And if Miles Amin goes that way, which I don't think he is. But, you know, we don't know until their lineup set. 84. Well, how crazy. about... uh? How about a mean versus Ford Focus? How's that going to go? Oh. The, don't call don't call him AJ Ford Focus. First of all, <laughs> it it's disrespectful. Was good insult, it was a really good insult by Gable. It was really good. It was good. It he he won That's the Twitter. Cool. Him and Jordan Burroughs are are very successful on Twitter and on the mat. Uh I would Yeah, for yeah, Ferrari would be interesting. Ferrari would be super interesting. I think but because Amin can challenge some of Ferrari's athleticism because Amin's really quick and fast. And yeah. I don't know if he's Mr. Mm-hmm. Fast Twitch, but he's really slick. Amin's really
2: slick and he's really yeah. good at finishing when he gets to legs. So, I mean, this is a guy that consistently wrestles Mark Hall to one point or overtime matches. Yes. Yeah. He's really mm-hmm. freaking good. He's really good. Um, Yeah, I I would still probably pick Miles to win.
1: Focus or
0: not, I would pick him to beat Ford Focus. I bet he rides him like like crazy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Miles is good. Miles is stingy on top. He's not a he's not an easy escape. And I, you know, I just don't know if AJ's blowing through him, right? Certainly, it's a possibility, but I don't know. We won't know until we see it. But if if there's no Miles Amin in there, one ninety sevens ultra fascinating. Even if he is, it's yeah. really fun. I, I well, think... I mean,
1: and um, Amos could go in there also, which you know he's a guy who I have a lot of questions about because I you know as far as folk style wrestling is concerned, you I haven't seen him against some of the best guys, uh, so I'm very curious to see how that turns out as well. So I, I think Ferrari and Amos make one ninety
0: seven way more fun. Will you? Um... I mean he won. i mean he won super 32 like dominantly yeah but like i mean so for me the the
1: other two best guys of that same age are elam and ferrari and he hasn't wrestled those guys right true so th- those are the, like kind of benchmarks you know beating other high school guys i don't think there's anyone else who he beat in high school i said oh that guy's gonna compete at the ncaa level this year um yeah. and so you know i'm not talking about amos versus other high school guys because obviously he's the best i'm talking about amos versus really good collegiate guys is yeah you
0: know is, can he place high at the ncaa tournament this year at 197. i'm with you i'd like to see it um yeah braxton will be an interesting wrinkle and gotta assume he's gonna go which is fun so okay where else would you like to go ben um do you want to talk about the massa highly match at all because that was a totally uh, you know what wild one. i, I kind of missed that one you did Yes. What are you doing? Were you too, were you coaching uh, the Youth of America?
1: I was. Yeah, I was coaching that day. So, And my internet connection was spotty. So, like, well, obviously, so certain times I was coaching and certain times I was unable to get the matches to stream nicely. Uh, I watched all the matches on Friday and a majority on Saturday, but not
0: all of them, Okay, unfortunately. Well, Massa jumped out. Do you know even what happened?
1: Uh, one of them got a big lead and the other one came back.
0: Yeah, so Massa was or Hayley was up eight0 and ended up losing eight eight because he got forward twice. Um, maybe maybe show like the first we could pull up the first four if we want to show anything. But if you didn't watch it, then never mind. Let's just keep it moving. Um, I don't okay. like as you maybe know I don't like talk about it. Well, I just thought it was a really interesting match, and I couldn't believe how it materialized. I really thought that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hayden just looked like the better guy, and then I think it. Really, to me, it was, uh, I don't know how to say this. It wasn't, I think he made it some strange errors that I just surprised me. And they, they just had huge, like, the first four he gives up, he uh, masses on an attack. And Hayden just looks for, like, a lateral drop and basically fours himself on the attack. And then there's another time he's in on a leg and he tries to finish a high crotch and just get kind of plopped back on his back. For a four, yeah. and then suddenly it was eight eight. I I thought it was a match that, man, if you wrestle it again, you probably would you would probably pick Hayden to to win it. Um, yeah, those were my overall overall thoughts. But yeah. it was a, it was a, I mean, it looked like he was going to tech him right eight zero. I mean, that's yeah, not yeah. the first that's not the first time we saw an 8-0 lead evaporate on the on the weekend, but mm-hmm. it was interesting. All right, well that's it then. Let's 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 go to questions.
1: Boom. Well, I don't see. Oh, there they go. Okay, I see them now.
0: Yeah, keep scrolling. So, from Nathan Krekelberg, is it better to have a winning RTC or a big RTC? In my view, the Gopher Wrestling Club was the best RTC at the cup. Because they were able to field a full lineup of their own senior level wrestlers and have the greatest capacity to provide opportunity to wrestlers in their region
1: well I talked about I talked about this one yesterday and uh they, they had Evan Wick who was not on their team um and there was a couple other ones NC State that had almost exclusively their wrestlers who's the other team Michigan Michigan had um only Seth Gross as an add-on so oh T.J. Yeah, Dudley I, I think it's, oh dang it they did okay so re- really just NC State and uh Minnesota that had primarily their wrestlers um I like it better that way. I think it's better. I think these guys can field full teams. And we talked about yesterday when you add when you start adding more teams, um, you're going to get less pickups because those pickups will be wrestling for their own team.
0: So, so I, th- I'm, well, I'm looking forward to that. I look at. The, I don't think that's. I don't know, but I don't think that's the question. I think it's like, for for your institution or whatever, what's the best kind of RTC to have? Like oh. a couple. Do you have Jordan Burroughs? At your RTC? That's, that's cool. Huh?
1: This is the best example.
0: Right. Do you have Jordan Burroughs or do you have um, go for wrestling club? Maybe throw out Gable or whatever. Um, right. What's what's the best thing to have?
1: Well, I so I would prefer a big one. Absolutely. I mean, you obviously, the big one's harder because you have to be able to raise funds to do that. But you look at, you know the amount of good you could you know another great example of this is the Penn RTC they I was gonna say Penn, yeah they're doing a really good job at it um but those guys they could help your college guys you can have them helping out the community um there, there's a lot of things you could do with the big RTC so I if I was a college coach I, I would be trying to get a whole bunch of guys um obviously ideally long term at some point we would have some guys competing for world teams and world titles but you know I would probably try to go for numbers first
0: well, it's like you start with numbers, you get you get a full robust RTC and then I mean, let's call it what it is. These these guys you, you build a big RTC for a variety of reasons, but one of them is to support the D one program and support those athletes, Absolutely. right? That's why you do it. So okay, you have the maybe the guys that are on the ladder, maybe they're they're contending, but they're not making world teams, but they're pushing those college guys who they jump the level and then they're the ones that end up making. So it's almost like that second generation uh is yep. the one that really pushes for for the world teams and they're the true beneficiaries of the rtc and to be sure that you know it does help the local community that they can come in and have that that training environment around that many elite athletes as well yep. so i mean i think having a big big rtc is is great and super beneficial
1: yeah a huge, huge, i agree totally you know think about someone like and. The one of the things I I think that people neglect is that development could happen e- even after college um and you think of someone you know and he stayed again Tommy Gant wasn't the best college wrestler and he's developing to a very very good senior level wrestler you know he's probably not beating Dake and Burroughs uh but he he was right there with Imar a couple times I mean really competitive you know he he's probably in that three four five range um in America and who knows you know if, uh, bros or decor to retire, which I don't think is happening. He could all of a sudden jump to that, you know, hey, I'm competing to make a team here.
0: Yes. Um, no doubt about it. And yet, yeah, some some real development going on. I want we should, uh, maybe a topic for tomorrow like who are the senior level guys who develop the most post college, right? Because so many mm-hmm. of our guys, you think of our, our legends, Jaden, Kyle, Jordan just amazing right out the gate um winning world world medals sometimes in college or um i mean kyle Kyle won after his freshman year he won worlds that's still totally insane um but who who are some of the guys that really let's not answer the question now maybe we'll just we'll just save that for for the marks i'd I'd have
1: to have a big list big list to kind of think about it
0: yeah i would too i definitely would as well Mm -hmm. um Kevin Mulder, would you still be so high on Heidley, Trent, if the ref called the pin during the Sammy Brooks match? He was decked and the ref didn't call it. Uh, absolutely. I'd be very high because one, a lot of my thoughts are revolve around NCAA c- considerations as well. Two, you can't take away, you can't wipe out the fact that he beat Miles Amin, fair and square. No, No funny business there. Three, yeah. He was up big. Pins are a thing, right? But pins, as we know, can be flukish in nature. Now it's not a fluke that um, Sammy Brooks almost pinned two people. He's a pinner and dynamic there, mm-hmm. but it's not. He, he scored a ton of points in that match, so no, it wouldn't really change my my perception at all.
1: Yeah, not mine either. I agree he's good no matter what I mean there's there was four of the matches besides that one all right um
2: yeah not one bit up.
1: oh that's that's the all-time development right there Ross Patton Matt Hunt I mean this is not current but the all-time best development after college is Jamil Kelly the guy never freaking all American and he was Olympic silver medalist
0: yeah that's that is uh that's absolutely incredible crazy so, would will our TC Cup be an annual event? I don't know if it'll be annual. I mean, hopefully, we do it again before. Should uh, it be. Yeah, I mean, well, should be like biannual or whatever. Does biannual mean oh. twice a year or every two years? Is it one Biannual's of those? Twice a year. Okay, well, I mean, tw- the twice of year, ver- twice a year version. I mean, we're just maybe more often, right? Or maybe it's like, maybe there's different versions of it. I don't know, but I think. Flow came away, and Titan came away, and the teams came away with, this is good. So, let's do it again. And do we have to wait a yes. year? I don't know.
2: Back to the Trent point I feel quick. like... He scored seven points before the throw, and then scored seven points after he was thrown. Jeez. So, yeah. I, no, it would not change a thing. Right.
1: Um. Hey, the one thing I was just thinking about last night for the RTC Cup, because I, I was obviously a proponent of using using college guys there isn't it like october 15th when you can't use college guys anymore right isn't there some rule like that i feel no um um,
0: i don't know if it's october there is i don't know if there's a date or it's like the start of practice or something because we ran into this with who's number one not this year but the year before something we were trying to do and it's all i think it may be october 1st but i don't remember exactly
2: but then obviously the rule is uh, Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, you can't compete after. Uh, it's like after October one and before November one. If it's not USA wrestling shan- sanctioned, yes. So, uh, so just between that one month. Yeah, it's
0: like it's I know like it's before narrow.
2: November one, but there is Here. something to do with October one too, because November one is the official start date of college wrestling Cop when you can chance. actually start having duels and stuff. Tournaments. So
1: saying, obviously, certain people got around that regulation this year for sure. So uh you know, be interesting to look at that. So if I mean, I think we've all talked about that. Post right post Worlds is probably the best opportunity time opportunity for this. If that's not the case, then is you know what would you guys think is the best time? Is it spring sometime,
0: um, or when would be the best? Spring to do is tough because you're you're transitioning from NCA straight into the U.S. Opens, like always within a month of it. So yeah, and then. Basically, U.S. Open, and then in another month is Trials for
2: for everything, and then the next month's Final X. Ray and I were talking about this. It's like maybe like a month after the teams are set. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because then you'd only subtract the, the number ones probably. I, who knows? Maybe the number ones would wrestle.
0: I mean, they they would often wrestle
2: uh, some sort of a tournament between. And that, that was what we were talking about, mm-hmm. and hopefully this could – fill that void. Um, like, hey, you want to get another competition before you go compete at Worlds, let's do this. Yeah. I,
0: th- I think the one thing about that is they like to for their acclimation or whatever, uh, what do they call them? What do they call those tournaments? But anyways, yeah. for those tournaments before Worlds, they like to, I think, travel yeah, extensively, overseas. and I think they like to wrestle foreigners. Mm-hmm. Um, and- so Maybe you do this a little bit before that time period, yes. where that would be cool. There, there's got to be a place to put it on the on the calendar. Oh, rank agree. your rank your favorite fast food one through eight. I don't know if we have to do all eight. Um, I feel like we've done
2: this one here. Have before we done too. this one? Well,
0: just like similar stuff. We talk about fast food a lot I, in real life and on the show, and I I don't know which is which. Yeah, I don't
1: really eat fast food, so I might be out to... of. Do you eat Chipotle? I, I it's chipotle fast food i think uh, it's called uh what do they call that it's different it's a different category
0: it's, it's not in the pizza category
1: <laughs> like non-drive-through where you actually like you know get it and then sit down generally yeah. and eat there okay. like fast food you know it's like wendy's burger king mcdonald's and i don't eat those Hardy's okay chick-fil-a is my what's your favorite oh, okay.
0: Terry's, then popeyes then uh chipotle's not in I might go like I kind of like McDonald's. I love their freaking breakfast. McDonald's breakfast is best. I might have that this morning. No, we get tacos this we morning. We get tacos, yeah. Let's get that out of here. Gun <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> gun always taunt me with your tacos on Wednesday. Well,
2: Kozak says uh Chipotle is fast casual. Fast casual. Yeah, How yeah, does he know that? Fast casual. Here we go. Kozak knows everything.
0: Duh. <laughs> someone someone asked uh Alex Ivanov, my question, John Kozak for president? Yes. Says Alex Ab- Evanoff. Yeah. He, he'd have my vote. Um, mm-hmm. Who had the best celebration at RTC Cup? I mean, it's got to be Trent. I mean,
2: it's Trent running it's Trent, away. It's
0: Trent raising the roof. Yeah. Remember when I, Remember when Kevin Dresser was talking about Gannon Grimmel yeah. raising the roof in the middle of the match? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious.
2: Oh, classic.
0: Okay. Oh. Um, do I think Gable Cassar 3 will happen before he rides off into the sunset? And how do you think the match goes? I don't think it I'm going to say no.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say no.
0: Well, I would predict Gable to win, as I always do, and <laughs> so I've been wrong both times. So, But it doesn't matter. I'm going to continue to pick Gable to win all matches he does
2: until he's done. It feels like this time like that would be <laughs> This the, time it's for real. The, well, it, would, it feels like it would be the right answer because he's gotten much better. And, yes. I mean, the last time Kasar wrestled was last December at this point and yes. he can't, yeah. I, I don't know how much he's been training. I know he had a couple procedures done to it, his shoulder, so. To me, yeah, it's always
0: yeah. been the right answer, even when it's wrong. It was still right. <laughs> I don't see
1: why, yeah, I, I don't see why it would be, unless stars getting some kind of big payday, I don't see why he would want to do it. I don't see that there's, there's
0: not really a benefit for him. Well, is he still wrestling? I mean, I think if you get a shot at the number one guy, if he's still wrestling, it makes sense.
1: I mean if it's in the trials or something, but why would you know, unless it's at the trials or uh, you know, some match relevant, why would you I don't know. I I just don't see it happening.
0: Yeah. Uh last question and then we'll we'll go. When's the last time Gwiz lost twice? Oh, you guys domestic- are really
1: excited
2: to get tacos. No wow. oh, wait, I have two more,
0: I have two more, I have two more.
2: I can excited. sit here and answer okay. questions all I don't know why tacos. Kristen's shutting this down. I'm not shutting you it you down. We don't have tacos. Have any, look at the
1: list. Goodbye, we don't two have any more questions,
2: we don't, we don't have crew, have crew, questions left.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. I I'm never bringing up tacos again. <laughs> When's the last time Gwiz lost twice domestically in a weekend or in, a, in an event?
2: Ever? I'm sure it's happened. I'm looking. At, I'm assuming it happened. 16, 2016 Olympic trials. Trials. He lost to Ray. I'm trying to bring But it he might
0: now. have got Russell back for third. He might have only lost once then.
2: Um, that was his last uh domestic loss, was uh I'm trying to pull up the, the old brackets yeah, here. Me too. It wouldn't pull up for me.
0: Yeah, mine mine uh, mine kind of stalled out on me. 2015, uh that was what happened in that one? So Ray, Tervell, so let's see, quiz. Quiz lost to Ray seven one in the semis, but I'm betting he got third because I'm pretty sure every time he didn't make the team, he would he rest back. We might have to go back to like 2014 or something crazy. <laughs> back to when he was in high school. Yeah, he was early, uh, early collegian, right? Or uh, NCA took eighth that he
1: took eighth his freshman year, so it means he lost three times that weekend.
0: Yeah, because he won as a sophomore, right? Hmm. There's a red shirt year in there, but yeah. Oh, did he lose twice yeah. at oh. at Vegas that year? He lost to Coon. Maybe not. Uh, that's a long time ago. Guys. It's a I long know. time. ago. That was like one of the first tournaments I worked at Flow for. Um. Mm. So yeah, I don't. I'm. I i can not find the 2016 brackets. I got them. Would you pull them up? Oh my <laughs> gosh, there's only 76 of them. Uh. All right, here we go.
2: No, it was oh, this he lost? He took fourth. He lost Don Bradley. Yeah. Uh, so there, we go.
0: there was 2016 trial. So over four years since he last lost twice domestically. And then this is a this is a good question because kind of refers back to yesterday. Um, is Alec Pentelio a real threat if he can get down to 65? So he is not going down to 65. That is not, not. being considered. Um, he is going to be going, working his way up to. Um, 74. So, um, but yeah, he would be a real threat if his body was not so dang big and strong. And someone asked about Mendez getting a shot at Van Ness for the true title of who's number one, man. I would love it. Really? I yeah. I, I don't think anyone doesn't want that match, including either of the competitors. I think, you know, how do you set it up? How do you make it happen? It's tough
2: once we get into these high school seasons, because a lot of the... A lot and of Kyle those, is
1: Indiana wrestling.
2: <clears throat> I think. I think, Illinois, I think Indiana is. It's Illinois that's not right. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think like Indiana is
0: not. Right. Oh, Minnesota's not. Not right now. Oh man! Freaking broken arrow and Stillwater are dueling last night. Oklahoma <laughs> can't hold them down.
2: <sighs> that duel was great, by the way. Uh, started off with John Smith's son Sam getting a big win over number twelve Christian Forbes. Uh, so he looks like he's gonna be a hammer. He's a sophomore, by the way. Sam is. Yes. Oh, okay. He was. Um. He was behind a Fargo champ last year. I'm forgetting his name right yeah. now. He was in the lineup last night. Hmm. No pop quizzes. Uh.
0: So yeah, that that was fun. Shout out to our man David Bray for headed up there and calling those calling those matches. A nice little Tuesday night. I wish we had something like that every Tuesday night. A little fun, little high school duel. Okay. Go time. 920. Taco time, baby. Taco time. Hope you guys have some. Kale talk- Hughes. That's who he was Kale trying. Hughes. Sorry. Took nice. him a second, but he got it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. I think we're just, you know, I'm just going to say it. We're going to we are gonna release the eight-man bracket, the 150 on FRL tomorrow. Ooh, it's time. Nice. We're going to cool. do it. We seeded it. We've got it. How about we release it? Tomorrow, we're gonna
2: do that. Don't we have something else? Something else tomorrow? Something else,
0: maybe bigger than that, way bigger than that. Tomorrow, man, get excited. Ben's excited. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.